Welcome to the Loop Lifestyle Podcast, the number one podcast for diabetics who want to have their cake pop and eat it too. I'm your mentor, Stephanie Johnson. This podcast is recorded live on Instagram. We cover health, wealth, and relationships, the blueprint for transforming your life. So grab a pen and paper, take some notes. I hope you find some value in the information I'm sharing. Let's get into it. Welcome to Tilt, Transform Your Life Tuesday. I'm your mentor, Stephanie Johnson. On this episode, I'm sharing with you how counseling helped revive my stressed out relationship. I started looking for a counselor because I was having feelings that I didn't want to have anymore. I was angry, depressed, felt like I was losing my mind and my self-control. Little did I know these were symptoms of something much larger. I was dealing with multiple stressors. I had just been diagnosed with type 1 diabetes and I could not get control of my emotions. I could not stop crying. I also had career and financial concerns that I was trying to juggle, along with trying to help manage a household and raise my son. I knew I needed help, and I feel so blessed to have found the counselor that I'm still working with today. On top of all that, 2020 brought in a lot of stress, loss, and parenting struggles. Just before I was sent home to telework because of COVID, I was sitting in a meeting with the director and division director of our department, and I received a text message from my mom saying that my cousin had been lost to suicide side. Shortly after that, the offices were cleared and we all went home to social distance. Many lost their jobs and I didn't know what was coming next. I put my head down and worked. My son was sent home from school. The school attempted to do some online learning, but it really was a mess. So here I was now in this position of being a homemaker, caretaker, full-time employee, and disabled. I couldn't think of a more difficult position to be in. My son struggled with loneliness. My relationship with my husband struggled. Everyone in the house seemed to be in a competition around who was doing more work and who had it worse than the others, and I just felt like I was failing. Everyone lost something that year, whether it was health, jobs, loved ones, the ability to socialize, or even to celebrate. So it makes sense that relationships would struggle and deteriorate too. I often found myself wanting to dress up and plan date nights with my husband, and we just couldn't because of COVID restrictions. Traveling, eating with friends, going out, all of this was hindered. Feelings of overwhelm, anxiety, and confusion started to become normal. The tension and anger that we felt made it so difficult to communicate, to listen to each other. Our fuses were short and we were hanging on by a thread. What helped us was to slow things down. And this was really hard to do. We had to be intentional about taking breaks, minimizing stimuli, and really focusing on being present for each other so that we could work through some of our frustrations. We had to develop skills to de-escalate situations so that we could model healthy conflict resolution for our son. This is an area where we are still putting a lot of effort. I started to feel really disconnected. I saw my husband all the time, but I missed him. Things weren't like they used to be. We were in the same room, but we weren't together. There wasn't enough alone or quality time together. So we've been working on restoring our friendship and intimate connection. We decided not to wait until the pandemic ends to make our marriage a priority. We carve out small amounts of time every day to focus on each other and be present. Sometimes it's just a quick call or text. Sometimes it's hanging out in the garage while one of us is working out. Sometimes it's just a quick lap around the property or down the trail so he can show me the progress he's made and is so proud of. We started making plans again, using the 52 dates planner that I talked about previously, just putting down ideas of things we'd enjoy, things we still want to experience. This helps us to be more excited about the future despite everything that's going on. These small positive actions help build positive momentum. When we can talk and empathize with each other, it helps reduce our stress. We knew we couldn't wait for the world to change before we changed. 
We had to do something or we would lose everything. So here are some of the steps that we took to help regain, rebuild, and fortify our relationship. We take breaks from emotionally charged conversations. Too much togetherness and no breaks leaves us exhausted and not at our best. Avoiding repetitive fights requires self-soothing and calming down before engaging. Carve out small windows of time where it's just the two of us. No kid, no father-in-law. Do something different even if it's just sitting in the other room without everyone else. Share our stresses with each other. Often we don't want to complain or burden each other, but this can lead to feeling disconnected. We use the stress-reducing conversation to turn toward and support each other. Develop small rituals of connection that we look forward to. We developed a ritual where every Friday night was my time to disconnect from electronics and spend quality time with my family and friends, which has become a highlight of the week and something that we really enjoy. Find meaning in stressful and traumatic times as a way to cope and persevere. We have overcome so many societal challenges and created non-traditional ways of doing things. Remembering how resilient we are helps us to reframe our current challenges as opportunities to support each other, our son, in different ways. I hope you find these tips valuable. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Tilt, Transform Your Life Tuesday. I appreciate every single one of you, and I hope that you are out there creating the life and relationships of your dreams. As always, the link for mentoring is in my bio on Instagram at the underscore cranky underscore pinky. Fill it out, and we'll see if the Have Your Cake Pop and Eat It Too program is right for you. Have a great night, and we'll chat soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I appreciate you very much. If you love this episode, please take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Tag me at the underscore cranky underscore pinky for Instagram and at the cranky pinky for Facebook. You can find the application for mentoring at the link in my Instagram bio at the underscore cranky underscore pinky. Get your application in. We'll have a chat and see if the have your cake pop and eat it too program is right for you. Until next time, stay in the loop.